Hello everybody, welcome to the Chenzor Dynasty here on twitch.tv slash jchenzor. My name is James Chen, aka jchenzor, your host for the Chen Reaction here. And uh, today we are going to be talking a little bit about Guilty Gear Strive. Now, uh, I just came back from Frosty Faustings where it was on display. And uh, I got to see it in person for the first time. And uh, <laughs> I like this I like this trend. Hello, YouTube. Uh, I like this trend. Um, but uh, uh, I got to see it for the first time. And it was... Beautiful. I mean, the game, it doesn't do it justice until you see it in person. My God, that game is so pretty. I can't even process it. I can't even explain it. But, you know, the cool thing about watching a little bits of matches here and there, I didn't get a chance to play it myself. The lines were very long. I didn't have a long period of time where I was able to stand in line and actually sit down and get a chance to, to mess with it a little bit. But um, from what I had seen of it, you know, obviously it still looks very Guilty Gear. There's still a lot of very Guilty Gear-ish stuff going on in the game. But of course, everybody has already said now that, um, you know, uh, everybody knows that the game is changing a lot, right? The game is changing a lot from Guilty Gear Exert. Now, outside of Tekken... Guilty Gear has probably been one of the strongest legacy games out of all the fighting games out there. That is saying that if you had played the previous versions every time you get to the new version, there's less to learn. Now granted, Exerd changed enough that some people were actually put off of Exerd uh, from you know, the XX series, right? There's a lot of people out there who believe so much more in XX than in Exert. But regardless of that, a lot of what you know still worked, right? You could still do Faust, you know, instant faultless defense into instant overhead jump kick off of the 2K in the air. You know, same thing with Chip to end his momentum. Yeah, sure, they changed Johnny's Mist Finer from uh, quarter circle forward to quarter circle back and, you know, and, and little things like that. But... For the most part, the characters feel largely the same. The things that you did with them before still largely work. You had to understand new stuff with YRCs and everything like that. But, you know, things that you could do in previous games largely still worked in this game. Some characters like Biken got changed really drastically, etc, etc. But, um... You know, the characters are mostly, and, and what you know about Guilty Gear is mostly intact. Strive is the first time that they've really decided to kind of throw the game for a loop. And while a lot of people are worried about this trend of simplification of fighting games and trying to make them appeal to beginners, Daisuke has basically said that it's not really as an interest of appealing to beginners, it's more as an uh, interest of trying to, you know not have it so that the legacy players have such a distinct advantage that everybody's learning things together. There's definitely some changes and some stuff that are going to be new. Like if you guys saw the Faust trailer from Frosty Faustings, there was a combo that looked really weird to me. But Faust did like dashing kick into dashing kick into something else. And it was weird to see that kind of combo because that kind of combo doesn't really exist in Guilty Gear. But the way that the juggle system works in Guilty Gear now is very different. In Guilty Gear Strive is very different. Uh, you can't Gatling from lights to, to, to uh, slashes or heavy slashes. You know, there isn't any of the air recovery anymore. They've changed a lot of things there, right? So, uh, and that's the thing, Fighting Phone Huang. Uh, well, 
maybe we're talking about something kind of different. Um, but in, in any case, what's interesting to me about this is that, you know, I talked to a lot of Guilty Gear players at Frosty Faustings, and a lot of them, you know, had reservations. They're worried about Strive, that it is going to be different, that it feels different and everything like that. And, you know, while I totally understand that and I, I share their concerns like if i'm a johnny player if i can't do kick into heavy slash into mist finder i don't even know what i'm gonna do like <laughs> like how does johnny even play anymore if i can't go kick into heavy slash like that just doesn't even make sense to me you know like that that's just like the craziest thing but here's the thing right uh i actually am kind of applauding the fact that daisuke is willing to roll the dice okay I mean, because here's the thing, and, and no, I didn't have that plan the whole time. It just came out that way. <laughs> it, just, it just happens, dude. I tell you, I don't do it on purpose. I don't do it on purpose, okay? But look, you know, I've, I've often said that I feel like Tekken kind of needs this kind of thing as well to shake up the legacy kind of stuff, right? And uh, I'm kind of glad that Daisuke is willing to do this kind of thing right now for Guilty Gear. But what's interesting about this is this is really kind of the first time the Guilty Gear community has felt this. Because even from X to like the years and years that we played XX through Reload, through XX, through Reload, through uh, Slash, through Axon Core, Axon Core Plus R, everything, you know, um, to Exern, all the way through Ex Sign, Revelator, Rev 2, etc., etc., the games have always felt similar enough. They've never really had this kind of a shakeup, right? And as a Street Fighter player, uh, I've we've experienced this every time. Because <laughs> between Street Fighter 2 and Alpha, you could not have asked for a difference, a bigger difference in the way the games played. Alpha, Alpha One was designed to be as beginner friendly as possible. Chain combos, Alpha counters to get you out of pressure situation, air blocking, all these crazy things, and people were not happy with a lot of these things. But we played it and we kept going. And in fact, in the Alpha series, Alpha One, Alpha Two, and Alpha Three couldn't be more different from each other. But then by the time we went to Street Fighter Three, completely different game. Everything that you kind of knew from all i mean fireballs weren't even as useful in three anymore four brought everything kind of blended it together had more of the third strike style footsies but you know more of a street fighter 2 kind of feel five came out changed a whole bunch of stuff again so every time we went from game to game to game uh it, it changes a lot it changes a lot and um here's the thing right one of the things the Street Fighter community has actually kind of gotten used to, except for 4, and I don't know why this is the case. I don't know why this is the case, because I know a lot of people love 4 a lot. But the thing about it is, is, the Street Fighter community has been very good about continuing to play the old version of the game. We've been very good at playing the old versions of the game. And I think that is something that the Guilty Gear community is going to have to learn. And this is not me, you know, targeting the Guilty Gear community and being like, you guys need to grow up. I said the same thing to the MVC2 community. I remember before MVC3 came out, a lot of people on Twitter on M who are MVC2 players and in social media were like, well, MVC2 had a wonderful run, but time to play MVC3. And my mind was like, 
why would you stop playing MVC2? MVC2 is like the greatest fighting game of all time. Like, it's so amazing, right? And here's the thing, right? So if you played MVC2 and then you dropped it because MVC3 came out, I think that's the wrong attitude. I think that's the wrong mentality. What you see at tournaments like Frosty Faustings, like at, especially at like Combo Breaker, right? Is old games don't have to die. And as long as you keep playing them, as long as there is a scene for them, they will live. Right? Frosty Faustings had ST, CVS2, Third Strike, Vampire Saver, etc, etc. As long as you love the game, keep playing it. There's no reason to stop. If Strive comes out, and it is a game that doesn't suit how you feel like you want to play this you just like, this doesn't feel like Guilty Gear anymore. Exert still exists. Daisuke has even said that, right? He's like, I feel like if people want to play the old, maybe they'll keep working on Exert. Maybe they'll keep patching that one as well, you know? I don't, I don't know if he actually said anything like that, but maybe they would. But, you know, that game is still going to exist. And so regardless of how different Strive turns out, as a Guilty Gear fan, especially if you are a Guilty Gear Exert fan, I don't think there's a reason to stop playing it and and that's kind of the message that i would like to bring and you know it's it's kind of weird because you know i i would love people to support guilty gear strive to go into the new game but you know what people have their style of game that they want to play they have their 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 strengths they know what they like and if you like Exerd, you don't have to stop playing it. And you know what? It would be cool to keep both games alive at the same time. And Axon Core Plus R is played at a lot of events, right? It was a major game just at Frosty Faustings as well. Play all three of them. I mean, wouldn't that be really cool? Just to have Exerd Strive and Axon Core Plus R, you know, all played constantly? Like, you, you, there's no reason to stop playing it, right? And if you can show Arxis that you're... you're people are willing to support both games. I think that's actually kind of cool and it sends a great message to them as well. You know, I, I really don't think that there's a re and, and in fact, we're seeing this right now, right? MVCI has come out. Obviously, MVCI is a strong game, but, you know, wasn't the, uh, it was very ugly, etc., etc., etc. Not a lot of people uh, played it as much. Like, it didn't create this big franchise. Well, UMVC3 is making a crazy comeback right now. People have all kind of started flocking back to UMVC3, and thanks to Yipes Battle of the Strongest, a lot of people are going back to MVC2 as well. Hardest thing about MVC2, obviously, is the hardware kind of situation, right? It's hard to find an accurate version of it, but UMVC3, I feel like, is making a big old comeback. It's really gaining a lot of steam right now, and I think that's something that's really crucial to understand. UMVC3 is still, again, it's, it's such an amazing fighting game. There's no reason to stop playing and a lot of people are going back to it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be the situation like, well, maybe Exert's not going to be the main game at an event because Arxis, you know, their world tour will probably support Strive and not Exert or whatever like that. It doesn't matter. If you love the game, keep playing it. Keep organizing the side tournament. Be that community that keeps the game alive. The ST community has done wonderful stuff to keep Super Turbo alive. The Third Strike community has the Jazzy Circuit stuff. They're doing amazing stuff with that, trying to keep their own little world tour alive. And it is a lot of work. I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot of work, a lot of resources, very tiring. A lot of people who run these side tours 
do eventually get burned out and a lot of them do end up quitting because it's just it's so much work and effort but if you can find the group that can you know enough people to help out and in fact you know I had even talked to some of those groups before and try to make it so maybe they could even team up between ST and Third Strike maybe they can share circuits and share materials and you know and logistics and stuff like that but it's not an easy thing to do but you can do it the Vampire Savior community for example they're always at all these you know Midwest events and they're always doing an, uh, uh, an awesome job about that right Jeff the Hero right he's doing all the stuff for Samurai Showdown and everything so, you know, honestly, I really do feel like, you know, just kind of as a message to the Guilty Gear Strive, um, to the Guilty Gear Exert fans out there, if you really are worried about Strive, first of all, give it a chance, give it a real shot, play it for a little bit and see if it just turns out to be a different but still very fun game with the characters that you love, right? As, as a Street Fighter player, you know, I love the fact that Dalsum, Zangief, you know, those kind of characters are so different between 4 and 5. I like what they did in 5 by trying to make some of the characters different. Like, Blanca's been the most interesting for the first time in my entire life. I actually don't hate Blanca, right? Like, he's actually really cool and a lot of fun. I like the way that they're changing characters up between 4 and 5, and I think that's kind of fresh. One of the reasons why I dislike Cammy in 5 so much from an aesthetic and from a personal standpoint is because she's so similar to 4 that uh, I just never felt like there was anything really new about her for me to learn how to play with her. I would have loved to have a, like a change in the way that she played, you know? Uh, like Dalsum, like Zangief, like a lot of those characters, like even Mika from Alpha and such, and I thought that was actually really kind of cool. Um, what the hell is even happening over here? Okay, thank you. <laughs> um... Uh, one thing, <laughs> what the hell that was all about, um, so, you know, um, I'm telling you right now, um, again, this is not me just being like, grow up, blah, 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 this is just my honest advice to Guilty Gear Exert fans, you know, there's, like I said, there's XX players that never moved on to Exert, and they're still playing XX, right, uh, you don't have to abandon Exert just because Strive comes out. And in fact, events like Frosty Faustings, like CE Otaku and stuff like that, Anime Ascension, they're not going to drop Exert. Hell no, they're not going to drop Exert. They're always going to be running it. And so when Strive comes out, you know, and yes, Exert's obviously going to lose a lot of steam at first because everybody's going to jump over and try Strive as the new thing. But there's still, I don't think, if, you're, if you are a big fan of Exert, don't stop playing it. Now, you know, Strive... Amongst other things a lot of people are worried about is the net code and stuff like that. I know that they've been putting out a survey and I'm pretty sure everybody's been telling them that net code is very important. Um, I'm sure Arxis hears it, dude. I'm sure Arxis hears it. I'm sure they've grasped the situation. I'm sure they've grasped the situation. And so hopefully they will have some stuff ready and, and, and try to do something, right? Obviously the game is probably pretty late in development. So will we get rollback netcode for Strive? Maybe not. Maybe not. But maybe they'll try to pull an MK. Maybe they'll try to change it partway through. Not sure. It's still... It's still going to be a while before it comes out, right? They said 2020, but there hasn't been any... Like, it'll probably come out maybe after the World Tour ends. Maybe it comes out late. Maybe there is enough time. 
Maybe there is enough time. Now, NRS did do it, Lyo, but uh, the one thing that we want to make sure that we realize about NRS doing that is, one, Warner Brothers has a gigantic ass budget, okay? And two, it was also revealed very recently that Warner Brothers, that NRS studio, was worked to the bone, right? And so we have to be careful about those kind of things. We have to be careful a little bit about using NRS as an example of, you know, things done well and such. So, you know, hopefully that wasn't the case. Hopefully they weren't were overworked to do the switch during MK10. We don't know what the actual story or situation is behind that. And I don't want to perpetuate the, a, a rumor that they did. I, for one, am super happy and I think NRS is doing such a wonderful job being the forerunner of a lot of things like that. Like changing back to rollback netcode in the middle of one game. Like starting to do the cross-platform beta and stuff like that. All the one-player content that NRS does. They do amazing, wonderful things for fighting games that all the other companies should be looking into. I just hope that now that you know it's been revealed a little bit about the work conditions that things will calm down a little bit there and then we can fully just like be in this point where we're like great yeah you guys are awesome and and really just use nrs as the perfect example uh i mean look you don't have to use ggpo just use robot you make your own just do it well right i mean we have the street fighter 5 situation which they made their own and they didn't make it well right but you know, obviously games that just use GGPO straight up are, you know, it's it's a little bit easier, especially now, because you don't even need to license it for any money. It's just out there. You can use it as a basis for your game, and that's actually uh, kind of nice. Uh, oh, and there was the NRS GDC talk about how they implemented rollback and all the challenges. That's really cool. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure people have, but maybe they've all linked uh, that, that talk to... Uh, Arxis already. I'm sure they have. I'm sure everybody's uh, done done that already. But um, uh, the thing about it is, it's it's yes, it'll be harder to write your own rollback net code than implementing GGPO. But implementing GGPO is not a silver bullet. It's not like oh here GGPO, whoa, here's our awesome net code. Like your gate, like implementing ggpo is such a part of the internals of your game it has to your game now has to support save states it has to understand how to process the match without showing anything on the screen and rolling it back to where it should be etc there's a lot of guts and uh you know intestines and stuff that you're gonna have to interact with so no matter what implementing ggpo netcode will be easier than just trying to write your own rollback netcode but it's not going to be easy regardless of how it goes um <laughs> yeah i know right just drag and drop ggpo.jar there we go. Woo! Pull out delay netcode.jar. GGPO netcode.jar works. And you know, um, but Skullgirls has amazing net play because it was designed with GGPO from the get-go. Mike Z was like, why wouldn't I use this amazing already proven thing through the GGPO client and then later Fightcade? Why wouldn't I use this? And he used it, implemented it. And the save state stuff was really cool too because he even used that saved state technology in his training mode. It, he put it in as a feature in the training mode as did uh, Street Fighter V and stuff like that. So... Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of little extra benefits that you can get out of uh, implementing that way, but it will take a little bit of time. 
uh, it's going to take a little bit of time. And you know the Riot Fighter is going to have some crazy GGPO because that that's the guys who made GGPO making the Riot Fighter. So, um, But, you know, there's definitely ways to tweak it. There's definitely ways to tweak it. Like I said, NRS has done it before. Uh, hopefully, Guilty Gear Strive will get that uh, in there. And hopefully, you know... I mean, again, uh, I think we're probably at a point right now where we're probably 75% delayed netcode, 25% rollback netcode for Guilty Gear Strive just because it's so late in development already and it's probably not something they can do. But they have those feedback surveys at Arc Revo and at uh, Frosty Faustings for a reason. I'm sure uh, they're getting the message I'm positive they're getting the message. I'm sure everybody's putting rollback netcode is vital to the game, vital to the game, vital to the game. If anybody's going up to any of those service server those survey stations and actually putting that it, the rollback netcode is not vital to the game, it was probably that they misread the question, clicked the wrong thing, or I don't know, or or maybe they were just clicking random answers or something like that because there's uh, there's no way that rollback netcode is not considered super important for for so many people so uh but there you go there you go um uh 25 is very generous and, and enmity i do think that that is very very generous um but you know I, the, we probably would expect to see them, if they are working on, if they are looking into how difficult it is to implement a GGPO thing, it might be something that they pull an NRS that in the future, a future update to Guilty Gear Strive all of a sudden changes it to rollback netcode. Because I don't know if they can finish it in time with the schedule that they have. Or they delay the game, right? Or the game gets delayed. If the game gets delayed, I don't think anybody would complain. If they were like, hey, we're going to delay this game for rollback netcode. And I think that, um, I think everybody would be super happy. <laughs> I think everybody would be super happy about that. So, um, okay, so Arx says in the chat, Arxis knows. When my Daisuke interview quote blew up, I asked them if he wanted to follow up on it. He didn't, but they confirmed to me they're monitoring it. So that is very encouraging. So, um, But see, here's the thing, Eli Hendricks, right? You can't see it that way. That's one of the things that I want to make sure. You can't, so what Eli Hendricks said in the chat is, it's very enraging when they insist not implementing good netcode in their fighting games. Like, they don't know 90% of the biting it will be playing online. The thing about we want to be clear about that is that they're not intentionally going, we're going to implement the inferior netcode. They're implementing what they know that they've been using this whole entire time and that what works in Japan pretty well, right? I mean, they're kind of stuck in that situation. Japan netcode is ridiculous, right? Street Fighter 4 was rollback netcode. It wasn't very good. And Gamer B was able to play Daigo to train up in Street Fighter 4 from Taiwan to Japan. And then he showed up at Evo and got top 8. Right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just kind of the way it works, right? If you are... If you have that uh, great, amazing net network connection, it hasn't been a problem. And what you're basically telling Japan is that what they're seeing is a very limited scope. They have to examine the whole giant big picture. 
And that's kind of a tough thing, right? It's kind of a tough thing, especially for a country like Japan, which very rarely looks super, you know, like very rarely looks beyond. I don't know. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because that could be、uh, an assumption. That could be a lie. So I don't want people quoting me on that one at all. But, you know,、uh, it's probably just not one of those things that they were thinking about、uh, for a while. So. <clears throat> Um, I mean, why would they get Capcom's help for rollback? Why would they? <laughs> Do we not see how the Street Fighter. I mean, there's definitely a lot of cultural issue and pride involved with that, but, you know, at this point in time, I, I think that that's. Kind of needs to move away. I think we need to, to, to go away from that. I think we do need to go away from that. So that's true. MVCI, you're right. You're right. Showbiz is right. Yeah, okay. MVCI did a great job. Did a great job. That is true. That is true. They had implemented it properly at that point in time. So,、um, but yeah,、uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, like I said,、um, hopefully. Uh, things will be good for the netcode, but you know, the main point that I want to bring up here is that you know, Strive is going to be a new game. We're going to find new dirty things in this game, and from what I've seen already, the game still looks very Guilty Gear because it still looks like there's going to be a lot of very dirty things you can do in this game, and there's still going to be some crazy Oki mix ups and everything like that. I'm sure people are going to find you know, very Guilty Gear esque. Style and if it's a, bit, a little more neutral heavy, that's kind of cool, right? We're gonna have a game that can bring in other players. A lot of people have been scared to play Guilty Gear because of how complicated it looks, because of how crazy it looks, right? If you can bring in this chunk of players, and if the chunk of players who already know Guilty Gear can come in, have an open mind. Play Strive the way Strive is designed to play and help teach these guys coming over here learning Guilty Gear for the first time. And everybody can learn together and everybody starts developing new techniques. There is a potential that Strive could be huge. And not only that, but you know, it could be one of those things where they try Strive and they're like, okay, I get Guilty Gear. It's not as scary as I thought. And then you could be like, all right, you should try Exert now, right? And you can have people jumping different directions and stuff like that. It's never a bad thing to get more. People to play your fighting game because it can lead to playing the other fighting games as well, or maybe all of you just find this joint joy in Strive, even though it's a completely different game. The biggest point though is that you just don't have to stop playing Exert, don't stop playing Exert, keep playing the game. If it's if Strive is so different enough. That it doesn't appeal to you, keep Exert alive, and not only that, but don't shit talk. Strive. If the people out there are enjoying Strive, you tell them, cool, go ahead and enjoy Strive. I'm going to enjoy Exert. Let's enjoy both of the games, right? Don't turn it into a fight. Don't turn it into a combat. I know that this again is the James Chen optimistic, wishful thinking thing, but don't turn it into a fight, right? If you don't like Strive, then it's not for you. If people like Strive, have, let them enjoy Strive. You enjoy Exert and you tell the Strive players who are new to Strive, who have never played a Guilty Gear, hey, that's cool that you enjoy Strive. Maybe you want to give Exert a shot because they're both great games. You know, just, just kind of approach it from that point of view, right? There's no reason to have an Exert versus Strive thing. Let's love both games. Let's enjoy both games, even if one is not your cup of tea. If you like both of them, even better, right? But,、um, you know, 
that's just one of the things. Don't be like, Exit is so much better. Strive, they ruined it. It's so scrubby. Now, like, every fighting game is going to have its nuance, its complexity, its joy, its fans, etc. There are some people who might get even introduced to the fighting game community by Strive because of how cool it looks and how beautiful the game is and everything like that. And that is the first fighting game they played. I mean, just like Final Fantasy VII was the first uh, Final Fantasy that many people played and it has become an icon of a generation of fighting game players. Who knows? Strive could be that for some people trying to get into fighting games you know it's it's the way it works so um let's enjoy each other's games it might not be yours and have fun and like epitaph says no reason to be a dick about people's enjoyment you know he doesn't like tag two skipped it completely but he never shit on it and 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 that's what i've always tried to do i always try to make sure that everybody enjoys their game and everything like that so uh there you go so um that's my topic on that. Uh, actually, you know what? Before I even end this, I really wanted to do a, uh, a, a close and careful watch breakdown of Faust's trailer. So, But I'll split that into two separate videos here on YouTube as well. So I'm going to jump to the title, jump back, and then we're going to watch Faust's trailer again. And we're going to try to watch it in slow motion a little bit or something like that because... That thing is just ridiculous and looks so beautiful and and it's so good. It's so good. So let's take a look at let's take a look at this. Oh, but hang on. Ooh, Man, my X split is so chuggy. But before we go, just want to remind everybody that if you're enjoying the Chen Dynasty, uh, please like and subscribe. Follow at least on twitch.tv slash jchenzor if you would love to support the content that I've been doing. Uh, you know, subscribe, uh, donate bits, all that stuff like that would be very, very appreciated. Uh, I will not be able to stream, so uh, don't expect a ton of Chen Dynasty stuff for the rest of January, but hopefully in February, everything will be coming back up. Thank you, TipTup FGC. Much appreciated. Much appreciated very much. And uh, starting February as well. Well, I, I, I'm going to try to do a lot of things for subscribers, uh, you know, uh, including existing subscribers as well. So uh, thank you for your support. And uh, if you want to watch the Faust anal- anal- analysis uh, section of this, uh, check for the other video here on YouTube on uh, youtube.com slash TV as well. Thanks, guys. Uh, and we can switch scenes anytime now, XSplit. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chenzor Dynasty. This is the Ask J Chenzor portion of my streams. For those of you on Twitch, welcome back. For those of you on YouTube, thank you for tuning in and watching here and listening to me ramble about all sorts of things. Uh, I do want to give a, a little bit of a message to both of you, both uh, audiences here, and also on Spotify as well. If you guys want to listen to all this stuff on Spotify, it is on Spotify as well at tinyurl.com slash UCTV Spotify so that you can also subscribe over there and listen to me ramble on about things over there as well. Um, So uh, today is January 20th 
And uh, this will probably be the last or one of the last streams on this channel for the month. For tomorrow, I am traveling. I'm going out of country. I'm going to be heading to Japan for, hmm, I got to wonder what I'm heading to Japan for. But I'm going to be out in Japan for a little over a week. And when I come back home, I still have a little few uh, vacation things to do. Uh, best friend's going to be in town. We're going to hang out a little bit and stuff like that. So the streams might not resume until a little bit back in February. But in February, I do plan to do a lot of things. The first First Attack episode is coming very soon. Karaoke stream is coming very soon. Going to continue my beginner lobbies and things like that. I'm going to have all sorts of cool little streams for you, for you guys. Some people have told me they even want to see me stream Ring, Ring Fit Adventure. I don't know if you actually want to see me stream Ring Fit Adventure, but I did discover that Ring Fit Adventure is an excellent, excellent portable workout game. It's very easy to bring the ring with you and travel with you and uh, play on a hotel TV because lag doesn't even matter on that game at all whatsoever. It just completely doesn't affect it. So you can play it at a hotel TV. So I actually played Ring Fit Adventure at Frosty Faustings a little bit and it was actually kind of cool. Yes, King 999, first attack. King 9999, first attack is finally coming back. I'm starting over again, kind of from scratch. Gonna do a lot of the old topics that I've done before. Um, trying to teach people on how to get back into fighting games and everything like that. But uh, I have a lot of plans. February is going to be a great year. If you guys want to support me and help me keep going with that, you know, subscriptions, donations, bits. Sorry I keep asking for all those things, but that's kind of part of my job as a streamer here and everything like that. But we are here at the Ask Che Chenzo portion where people ask me questions and do all sorts of crazy things like that. Uh, if you guys want to ask me a question, I'll, I'll probably do a first attack with Grand Blue when it comes out, for sure, for sure. But if you guys, uh, yeah, you can also support me via Patreon here, patreon.com slash jchenzor. But, uh, and again, for those of you who are supporting me on Patreon, I do apologize. I have not been doing anything wonderful with Patreon at all. But at some point in time, I'm going to probably just turn Patreon into my editor funding bill, basically. So whatever you support me on Patreon, that's the money I can give to editors who can help me edit things like my first attack episodes, who can actually watch through it, cut out the little fluff on uh, when I'm on Twitter. I'm like, watch, this is how it works. Oh, shoot, let me try again. Oh, wait, wait, hang on, let me make sure. That, like, you can have an editor cut out those things like that and condense it to be a lot more quick and, and watchable that way. You know, then my Patreon will probably just be a pure editor fee so that I can give money to the editor for doing an amazing job. So if you guys want to help me support paying an editor to do these kind of things, that's kind of the goal that I'm planning to do. So... And yeah, I know a lot of people um, have done this, have told me this, that they don't care about the Patreon goals, that they just want to support me. Bless your heart. Bless your soul. Thank you so very much for that. I appreciate that so much. Don't forget, too, if you don't want to do Patreon because you're against Patreon or whatever, and you want to subscribe here on Twitch, you can do that. There are also different tiers of subscription levels. Uh, I do not have special emotes for those, but the different tiers give different reward levels to the actual streamer themselves. So there are higher tiers. I'll try to create some emotes that are special for the uh, higher tiers for people to see if that's something that they would like to have. If you have any suggestions for awesome emotes for the higher tiers, I will definitely uh, throw some in there uh, as well. 
So, but enough of all that self-promotion stuff. Thank you guys for sitting through that. Thank you guys for putting up with all that stuff. And uh, thank you for those of you who do take the time to support me. If you want to ask me a question in the chat, please type an at jchenzor in there. So it'll be a lot easier for me to see out there. So I will be able to see your questions a lot easier. Uh, Man of Peerless Might asked me how I've been, how Frosty been to you. Frosty was amazing. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Boats and Joes ask, will we finally see that Guile versus Ryu matchup? Yes, that is a great one. That is a great... I'm going to put that in my notes to make sure that I do not forget to do that because that is definitely something that I want to to demonstrate uh, because uh, it's such an important... Um, it's such an important example of how fighting games work and probably one of the best examples of all time in terms of teaching fighting games. The Super Turbo Guile versus Ryu match is such an important lesson on how fighting games work. And I will do a whole episode just analyzing that matchup so you'll see why it's so important and how almost every fighting game relates to that and how almost every fighting game is played at that level in some sort of fashion. I know a lot of people are a big fan of the vector, uh, the, the attack vectors episode I've done. I'm going to try to do the hit confirms and stuff like that. If you've gone back and looked at any of my old first attack videos on YouTube and they're not playing or their ratio, aspect ratio is all messed up or whatever like that and you really want me to redo a brand new one of those definitely let me know on dms here on twitch here on twitter twitter is probably the best place to send me those kind of dms let me know that or just uh um yeah those that's probably the easiest way to get to me to be honest with you um but let's see here some other questions so saint cola says how the hell do i avoid getting sick before commentary my number one advice to you is to take multivitamins every day um uh, St. Cola, take multivitamins every day. Ever since I started taking a multivitamin every day, uh, my rate of sickness has dropped considerably. I've just, in general, been more healthy. I do not eat a lot of vegetables, so I try to make sure I make up for it with uh, a multivitamin. So I do take a multivitamin every single day, and that helps a lot. That really, really honestly helps a lot. It's made a big difference. Um... <clears throat> See here, other questions. Did you cap top three of Battle for the Grid at Frosty's? I did not, you is stupid. But if you link it to me, send it to me somewhere, maybe I'll actually do a Chen Reaction episode where I just sit down and watch that. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Power Rangers is really good now. They've done a good job with it. Uh, what do I think the chances for Bi Biken and Ramlethal to join Guilty Gear Strive? That's going to be an interesting one because plot-wise, I don't know. Like, uh, I hope they bring back some of those characters. I would love to see Ramlethal back. So I think Ramlethal would be an interesting character design because she already had the punch-kick-chain thing, right? She was already about just punch-kick-chains punch, and slash and hard slash were kind of like separated from a lot of things. So she would actually kind of fit, and I would really like to see them make sure they acknowledge the characters from that game and continue to bring back characters from there. I don't want to see the situation where none of them come back. I think that would be really cool. Um, Night Slash asks, what fighting game storylines are you look, looking forward to most at EVO Japan? 
Uh, I really want to see how Smash goes, although it is the same weekend as another major Smash tournament here in America's Genesis, I believe it is. So it'll be a little kind of messed up. We're not going to have like all the best players there. So it's actually going to be kind of a wonky storyline, to be honest with you. But this is going to be the first major tournament with all of the changes in... Uh, I mean, this is going to be the first big, big, like, gigantic Street Fighter V tournament with all the Japanese players, with a lot of the American players for the new season of Street Fighter V. So all of the theorizing, all the postulating, all the Rashid V-Skill 2 is going to be so good, etc., etc. I'm even willing to make a bet that when we see Rashid on stream, we are probably going to see 80% or more of V-Skill 1 and not V-Skill 2. I think the amount of V-Skill 2 that we're going to see of Rashid is going to be very low. That's my personal guess, um, but that's the way it works. So, uh, what is this breaking news here? Practical TAS uh, tweets out, Evo Japan, first place prize converted to USD. Street Fighter V, $9,000. Tekken 7, $9,000. BB Tag, Samurai Showdown, Soul Calibur 6, $4,500, and Smash Ultimate, a Pro Controller? Is that really true? Or is that just a joke? Or is that just a joke? Oh no, nothing. They get nothing. There's just nothing there. It's not a Pro Controller. It's literally nothing. Oh, it's been updated to prize for Smash will be announced later. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So prizes for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will be announced later. So what that might mean is that they're actually trying to get Nintendo to donate something for prizes, and if they can actually do that, that would be amazing because that might be one of the first times Nintendo's actually, like, donated a decent prize money. But seriously, they need to have a big pool for that game because that game had like over 3,000 some entrants already so uh, it is a big leap yeah <laughs> I'm just trying to be optimistic that's all that's all they're gonna donate a wave bird <laughs> uh, what new interesting things do you think strive my offer veterans over XX and Exert. Just a very different way to play, right? So here's the thing. Because of the fact that the air recovery is very different, because of the fact that the ground teching is, it makes it so that it seems like it's a little harder to get Oki and stuff like that, I think what this game will actually offer veterans uh, is just more of that neutral kind of game, less reliant, because the thing about the other Guilty Gear games is that the neutral is so crazy because of the way the air movement works and all the options and everything like that, that you have to be rewarded. A lot of characters knock you down and throw something on top of you and then you have to deal with it for, to give them free meaty. They added Blitz Rejection to try to stop that, but people have figured out a way to dash back and still have meaty, so the rejection doesn't quite work, etc, etc. There's a lot of stuff like that in there, but by playing this game, I think that they there's going to be a little bit more of this interesting kind of nuanced neutral game, which might be interesting, which might not be for them, which might not be great at all.
You know, I'm not saying that these uh, Guilty Gear players don't understand it, but, you know, it'll be kind of different that, you know, knockdowns maybe aren't necessarily as rewarded as much as they were before. And so they're going to have to kind of have a slightly different mindset, you know. the the See, the thing about in, in other Guilty Gear games, you know, if you watch it, when you play it, you know, you never feel like you're out of a match because once you get the knocks down, you usually can make start making the comeback. And the gut system really saves a lot of players a lot of times at low health a lot of rounds go down to too low health because of kind of the way the gut system comes into play in the game uh, but you know there's gonna be a lot of very different subtle nuanced things in Guilty Gear Strive and I think it's gonna be kind of interesting so I like I said I do feel like you know new Guilty Gear players would give it a chance and even if it doesn't feel the same try to play it for what it is try to play it for what it is I remember talking to Ryan LV before MVCI came out, and he said, you know, he was at the top of his game. He was the best MVC, UMVC3 player. He was winning Evo and stuff, and I talked to him, and I was like, he was like, I want to get sponsored. I want to do all this stuff. I'm going to go big into MVCI, and I, I the advice I gave him was like, MVCI is not going to play like anything that you, you want it to play like, right? You have to learn to approach the game from your own, from a new mindset. You have to learn to approach the game from a unique mindset and understand that it is a different game. It may not do what you're used to. It may not do what you liked about the old game. That doesn't make it wrong. Look at it with an open mind and learn to adapt to it and play and understand the different kind of subtlety and nuances that these little, these little or big game mechanic changes can bring to you because those kind of things are important as well. Those definitely are things that you want to pay attention to. So um, definitely uh, learn the subtleties of new systems and stuff like that. So. Um, let me see something here. Um, here Japan prize. Um, uh, the Mystery Street Fighter Five update happened already. Uh, Hellfire, and it didn't nothing like we were all expecting it to. So, uh, let me see here. Do I want Ramlethal back? I'm trying to go through some of the questions that I missed up here. Let's see here. How do I avoid getting sick? Commentary. I just want to write all this stuff down so I can type it in on my YouTube a lot easier. I will go through the Alpha series, Man of Peerless Might. That is definitely planning to come back as well. That is definitely something that's coming back. Uh, where's the CPS 1-2 combo vid you mentioned at Street Fighter V Top 8? I don't remember which one that is. Uh, I like your rain. Can you give me a little bit more context of what I said? I, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, so Baby Best Friend says, uh, You think Darkstalkers will come back in 2020 now that Scroll Girls devs are interested? Uh, it's really going to be hard. That's, it's, not, it's not one of those things that it's just like, oh, yeah, here you go. Like, uh, I really kind of, that's probably a, a big pipe dream. Pipe dream. Uh, Lab Zero and Darkstalkers. Probably a pipe dream. Probably not going to happen, but if it does happen, um, Mike Z, if you hear me, if you get to work on Darkstalkers and you don't hire me right away, 
there will be fisticuffs, okay? There will be fisticuffs. <laughs> there will be an angry James Chen. <laughs> there will be an angry James Chen for sure. Uh, how do I feel about Capcom releasing a new alpha game? I don't think that's necessary. I, I don't. I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to dilute the the, the brand too much, right? They tried with Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I don't think it worked very well. Um, I, look. Have their devs work on the net code, you know, I mean not a, not another one not another one so oh, Okay, cool cool. I got that. I got that from you uh, the 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 uh, Battle for the grid thing over there. Maybe we'll go over it in a future uh, episode uh, Maybe we'll watch it in another episode just to kind of give it a little bit of support So other people can watch to see what battle for the grid looks like um uh, do events like Evo CEO Frosty go in the black or the red? Uh, this is an interesting um, topic here. So uh, I'm pretty sure events like Combo Breakers, uh, most of those events, like I'm, I, I would, I'm pretty sure Evo makes money. I'm sure CEO makes money. I can't be confident Combo Breaker makes money, and I kind of doubt Frosty's makes money, right? But here's the thing, right? Even as much as they are making, I don't think people have, I don't think people realize it's probably a lot less they're making than, they, than, than you'd like to think. Uh, the amount of money that people have to spend for a lot of stupid things. I was talking to one of the Frosty's uh, TOs and he was just telling me about stuff that they have to pay for, all these dumb things that they have to do. I know Rick is going through a lot of crazy things as well that he has to pay for and stuff like that. Like, you don't realize how expensive these events are. Everyone's got this message now that, oh, if you sell out enough hotel rooms, the ballroom's free. So that means everything is profit. You know, some Someone's putting together those stages, those tables, and everything like that. You're paying. I have all these volunteers doing all this stuff. You need to have union people putting together all these things for you. So you got to pay them union prices and everything like that. Evo 2004, 2005, one of the ones that was at Call Poly Pomona, we saw that they had something at the top that they could spotlight. There was a spotlight. And so we just wanted to throw some schmuck up there to use the spotlight and spotlight the players. Because Evo back then, we did intros where the player would be introduced and they would walk in through the crowd and come up to the to the stage and everything like that and so we wanted just to have the spotlight on them and we couldn't use the spotlight because we weren't allowed to throw a schmuck up there it had to be a union person and it was going to cost a ton of money just to have the guy operate the spotlight uh, for people to get up there so people don't understand what the costs are like about with these kind of events it's it's crazy it's crazy so uh, right, 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 right. Interesting. <laughs> um, uh, Eli, uh, so uh, again, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those, uh, oh, so Combo Breaker is in the black. Rick has said so publicly. Okay, um, but I don't know how much he was nervous about growing it. Right, exactly. So he's probably not making a ton of money. 
not making a ton of money off of that thing. So if he is making money, probably not a lot. And the thing about it is, can you even be mad that they're like, we should be happier if we hear these events are actually making a decent amount of money because that means they can grow and do bigger things year after year. If we all feel like, oh, they shouldn't be making any money because they should be putting it all back in to the players and everything like that. You know, I mean, like, They've got to pay a lot of money for a lot of these things, and it would be nice if the TOs and judges and all those people could make money and everything can actually earn money. Evo only just started paying their judges last year, pro largely probably because I was talking about how much I thought it was actually kind of a nice deal that they got all this free shit and everything, and then people, oh my god, they jumped down my throat on that one. And so I think the Evo staff was probably like, ah, let's just pay the TO, let's pay the judges. And so, you know, these events, you know, like them making money is a good thing because hopefully they can help everybody else. Now, obviously, there's the whole argument against trickle down, like trickle down FGC, probably not really going to happen much, but we still are very much grassroots. We aren't a bunch of capitalists, uh, cap, you know, cap, venture capitalists and stuff like that. I don't think Rick is going to be the kind a guy who's like I must hoard my money and not give it to the people <laughs> like that's not I can't even see Rick being that way right like I don't even so I, I'm, 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 I'm thinking right now at least for the FGC as long as we remain as grassroots as we are I think we're doing good I think we're doing fine so uh, Eli Hendricks asks uh, just imagine doing Guilty Gear lobbies again but in Strive with good netcode and crossplay oh don't do that to me Eli don't do that to me don't do that to me <laughs> Uh, if I remember correctly, you said you have a combo video for the CPS2 games. Man, I wish I remember what I was talking about. Uh, I like your rain coat. Bleh. <laughs> I completely forgot what, what that was. I, f I completely forgot what it was. I, I'm so sorry. I apologize, Raincoat, that I can't even remember what it is. So, But yeah, uh, one of the things... Uh, so, Investigation Cone says, uh, from what I heard he say, they're like a single bad year from folding. They have to front in advance titanic amounts of cash. That's another thing, too. They go deep, deep in the hole start, starting right now, and then hopefully get it back plus a bit more after the event. Yes, that is absolutely true, uh, Investigation Cone. That's basically what happens. And a lot of people don't even realize, too, when the cannons were running EVO 2002, 2000, 2001, 2002, they were in the red every year. They sold the DVDs afterwards to try to make the money back, and usually they didn't. And in fact, um, like most EVOs, like they maybe have walked away with maybe $100 profit. It wasn't even till after Street Fighter 4, I think, that EVO finally started not being in the red. I think they were in the, uh, the, the red all the way probably till EVO 2010, 2011, or something like that. And Street Fighter 4 was a big reason for that. So the cannons had been running that thing in the red for a very, very long time. So for them to actually start making some money, I know, you know, look, Wizard works hard on EVO. He works hard all year round. And so for him making money on EVO, I mean, I think he deserves that as well, right? And I know uh, Wizard, the, some people out there aren't his biggest fan and everything like that. But, you know, he still helps put together a very strong tournament. So uh, I think that's very important. Uh, do you think Punk will get another sponsor? Of course he will. 
uh, he'll get another sponsor, no problem, real real fast. Uh, but the thing about it is, he'll probably get offers, a lot of offers, and he should reject most of those offers. He should make sure that he gets a good team. Now, those are very rare, and those are very sparse, but he's a good person to grab. Now, the hardest part is the thing that will be going against him the most right now is that fighting games are not exactly a hot commodity when it comes to sponsorships right now. A lot of companies are dropping fighting game players because they're, it's just how do you profit? Like, how does that work? How do you sponsor a player and how do you make money? People haven't figured that out yet. In fact, I was talking to somebody who, who is at Reciprocity and they were just like, we did not want to drop him. We love him to death and everything like that. But it's just these decisions have to be made and it sucks and everything like that. And, you know, I talked to Accelerate Gaming, you know, uh, the team run by Alicia X Life. And, you know, I was talking to them about it and, you know, just talk to them how hard it is. That's why they had slides at Frosty Faustings and I kept saying on the stream, every time the slide comes out like I'm not just about just reading the slide right I'm like seriously like Alicia and her team do amazing things they sponsor players in games like Soul Calibur and stuff like this and uh, the only way they can probably you know make that work is if you go to their store at axlmerch.com and buy stuff from them and support them to support the players right it's a really weird thing I don't think people have quite figured out how to do it exactly right yet but it's a tough situation sponsoring players I mean honestly you know as much as it, it it sucks to say this you have to ask, sometimes ask what's in it for those sponsors right there has to be a reason why they're sponsoring players and uh, they've got to get something out of it right not every team takes parts of the winnings either that's not a guaranteed thing some teams don't even just do that right so for me punk is a no-brainer to sign he's gonna be an easy person to sign it's just is there a company out there that can one treat him the way he deserves to be treated because punk is a premier player okay he is a premier player he is someone you are gonna be seeing in grand finals for very many years at this point in time unless he just quits right he's going to be good and so you do you punk himself cannot just pick any old sponsor and go thank you guys for paying for my hotel and travel he deserves more than that kind of thing so it's a combination of things of punk has to find a sponsor that will treat him properly what he deserves for the talent level that he has and then the sponsor has to be strong enough to be able to find a way to support him and not scam him and not have these kind of situations where they kind of uh mess him up and everything like that so um, do I like sweet potatoes? Yes. Yes, I like sweet potatoes very much. I like sweet potatoes very much. Uh, I cried on the Chen reaction stream uh, last a few weeks ago. Hey, what's good, bro? I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I don't want to do it again. Uh, I hate it when that happens because uh, I keep... Nah, I just keep... Uh, I keep, uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So there you go. <laughs> but uh, what's up? Uh, hey, what's good, bro? Dark Angel, Zakai. Uh, shout outs to you guys. My, Man of Peerless Mind, IMAX Mouse. Uh, Ikea, thanks for jumping in here as well. Uh, Investigation Cone, Jalapeno Bomber, The Closer 6. Uh, I like your raincoat, bit. Still Skinny, Killer Instinct 8. Killer Instinct, I guess it is. Uh, DRM 37, 
uh, Malice XO. Shout outs to all you guys also coming in here and hanging out and contributing uh, to the conversation over here. Uh, IKEA asks, do you think Street Fighter 6 will see an Evo bigger than 2016? Depends. Capcom has a lot to make up for. If they let 6 bake, if 6 can come out on the level of quality that Resident Evil 2, Devil May Cry 5, and uh, Monster Hunter are coming out at. If that game comes out and the love, and it looks like it is getting the same kind of love and treatment, and they're doing something extremely exceptional, it could definitely be that way. But we all have very, very valid reasons of being cautious right now to see what happens, right? So uh, Street Fighter V was not a good launch. They know that, and it was kind of a disappointing situation. So uh, Street Fighter VI is not guaranteed to be anything uh, huge or anything like that because they really have a, a lot to make up for. They really have a lot to make up for. Um, yeah, they should definitely put priority on the net code. They definitely should, so. Um, five, actually, it wasn't 5,000 men at final round. It was 5,000 at Evo. Final round was still, like, over 1,000 or somewhere close to 2,000, which was, like, way bigger than anything that they had seen before. So it was still big, but Evo was the one that got 5,000 people. Um, any other questions here? Is any other questions here for uh, the Ask J. Chenzor section here? Else uh, we'll probably um, end the Ask J. Chenzor section and I'll probably just move on to play a game. Or I might have to just start packing uh, for my Japan trip. How's the wife? Um... Trying to think of a clever way to answer this question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't even know how I can answer this question. I'm trying to think of a snarky way to respond to this, but I don't have a snarky way. Uh, Street Fighter 6 launch roster with 26 characters. Okay, there you go. David is doing fine. There, that is a great answer, Peter0611. Uh, uh, best thing about Japan, honestly, is uh, the cleanliness. I think that's one of my favorite things about Japan. It's like, every time I think about going to Japan and I just think about how clean it is in Japan, <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, it's a very comfortable feeling. It's a very comfortable feeling in there. And, you know, because the reason why I say the cleanliness, cleanliness over everything else, because it, it pervades the everything, right? The restaurants are clean. Their 7-Elevens are immaculate. I went... I took, a, I took a dump in a bathroom in an arcade in Japan and I wasn't disgusted. I was not grossed out. And it was ridiculous. It had the, 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 the jet spray and everything, the heated seats and everything, dude. Like, seriously, like, it's crazy. It's so crazy how clean it is over there. And I say that because it pervades over everything. Their subways are clean. Their streets are clean. People don't throw trash anywhere and everything like that. And it just makes the quality of living there very, very nice. It just, it makes it nice and it, it affects every part of your life. When you're there the first time, you don't realize how, uh, how nice it would be to live in a world where everything is clean. It's actually really crazy. 
Uh, I don't know if I'll hang out with Majin Obama. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to talk with him and chill with him and stuff like that. So, uh, But most of the time when I've been to Japan, I haven't really had the chance to hang out with him all that much. Uh, Majin Obama is, in case you guys don't know, which would be a, a shame, uh, he's one of the guys with Yuna who runs Fighting Tuesday. He does a lot of the commentary for events over in Asia, do, does a lot of wonderful things. He is so good on commentary for the lore of the Japanese players. He knows where they're all from. When, for us in the U.S., it's like, here comes Japanese player. And he's going up against this guy from, you know, South Florida who's done this and blah, 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 blah. But, like, Obama, Majin Obama has that knowledge for all the players in Japan. Yeah, he comes from, you know, eastern side Japan. And so he's actually considered kind of a rival of the western Japan over here. So, you know, this group of, like, he has that knowledge of the Japanese players. And it's so fantastic. Super hype. Really energetic guy. Love his commentary. Um... He has done a lot of great things in Japan as well. So shout-outs to Majin Obama, doing a lot of great things. Doing a lot of great things over there. Uh, I did not get a chance to play uh, Strive myself. I watched a little bit of it, but I did not get a chance to uh, play it myself. The line was a little too long. I didn't have any long periods, enough time where I could actually sit down and uh, well, actually stand in the line and wait for my chance to play. I didn't want to jump in line. I don't want to be that guy, you know. And I, I knew the guy who was watching over the booth, but I didn't want to be the guy to be like, let me cut in line because I'm James Chen, you know what I mean? Because then obviously with that VIP treatment, I would automatically love Guilty Gear Strive already, right? So I don't want to do that kind of thing. So, um, uh. all right, so... Uh, see here any other questions here any other questions here in the chat um, we are at six o'clock here so uh, what I might do then is uh, do I have enough time to play anything right now on stream or do I just want to go ahead and call it a night just make sure that I'm packed up for uh, Japan. And if I pack up early and finish early, maybe I'll stream some Teppin later tonight or something like that instead. So what I could do right now is I could take a little time, make sure I have everything all set up and ready to go. My flight is very early tomorrow morning, heading out to Japan. And, uh, oh wait, here we go. Uh, be real, James. Under what scenario would I hate Strive? Under what scenario would I hate Strive? Um, that's a really good question. What could Strive do that would actually make me see it and go, I am not gonna make, I am not gonna play this game at all. Um. Probably, I mean, honestly, if it's just, if all the characters end up playing too similarly, that's one. Because Guilty Gear is known for being a very, having a strong variety. If all the characters are too similar suddenly, I probably wouldn't play it. Um, <clears throat> if, I know a lot of people are going to say delay netcode and stuff like that. I'm not even going to say that, so, uh, because... If that was the case, I wouldn't be playing Tekken 7 right now, right? 
just the way it is. If that was the case, I wouldn't be playing uh, Samurai Showdown right now. I still want to play these games and have fun. Uh, yeah, if everybody played too similarly, if maybe there was one character that was just way too strong and they don't patch it and fix it and it just stays that way, if it's like horribly imbalanced at this point, um, <coughs> let me think, um, <coughs> if, if, uh, Zato ends up being top tier, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> we don't even know if Zato's in the game, to be honest with you, um, <clears throat> right, 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 um, but yeah, that's probably it right now, any old characters I really want to see return and strive, you're talking about like ones that weren't in Exert, like I think it would be cool to bring Bridget back, uh, Abba would be really cool to bring back, uh, Angie would be nice to see again, obviously I want Johnny, I want my waifu in the game, I want Johnny in the game, for sure, uh, bringing back original Biken would be be cool because the, they, since they changed the system, maybe they could bring Biken back to how she used to be. Um, uh, my verdict on the cross up: I haven't had a chance to use it all that much uh, for like to try playing Tekken with it. I've played it. I like a lot of the things about it. There's definitely a lot about the button placement that I need to tell them about. I, I need to, to, to mention to them. I mean, if Strive comes out with the characters that have just been announced so far, it'll be Potemkin again, Tap 2 GG. It'll just be Potemkin is in, so. Yes, my waifu is Johnny. My waifu is Johnny in, in Guilty Gear. Look, if anybody could, uh, you know, find me, like, an actual giant figure of Johnny... Like, I have a lot of my other people over there. Like, I will definitely cuddle that Johnny statue to sleep, dude. Like, seriously. He would definitely, uh... I would definitely cuddle that thing to sleep, so... Uh, what's the appeal? What are you talking about, Peter061? Are you talking about the cross-up? Are you talking about the cross-up? Um... Oh, what's the appeal to Johnny? I love the Mistfinder cancel... Uh, execution requirement to him and he's just one of the coolest looking guys I mean he's just badass like I love his personality I love his attitude I just I just like the way that he's kind of like this like like leader of this pirates but it's kind of this big dork but he's badass at the same time so I just really like that so mm. on Faustvor you mean where he just eats you and stuff like that what character Guest characters would I like to see appear in Strive? I don't, I don't want any guest characters in, in Guilty Gear, to be honest with you. I think it's fine how it is. If you are going to put a guest character in there, it would have to be something... It would have to be a Darkstalkers character. That's the only kind of character. I, I would like Arxis to put a guest Darkstalkers in there so they could prove what a, what a Darkstalkers character would look like. Who would I want them to put in there? I would want them to put in an Acarus, or I'd want them to put in Bishamon, or I'd want them to put in Lord Raptor. Because those are three of my absolute favorite characters from the Darkstalker series. If anyone can find me giant statues of those characters too, please let me know because I would love that as well. I've scoured Japan. I haven't found any of them. Um, they don't make them. They just don't make them. Um, but uh, uh, 
like those three characters would be amazing to see. Bishamon, not as much because they wouldn't have as much to prove technicality wise. I just think Bishamon would fit in there as a weapon fighter. But Anacharis and a, and Lord Raptor, like that would be them being able to show the kind of crazy things they could put in the game and having characters that stretch and having characters that have transforming legs and giant elbow bones that come out at people and ribs and stuff like that. That would be really interesting to see how they wanted to do. So Harada wanted more again. Well, they, that's probably where Eliza came from. It's probably where Eliza came from. Um... Shoutouts to Mares103. Suck my nuts, Mares103. Hope you know the inside joke. Um, so this Johnny that you're about to link me, Flashy Flash, is I know this. Is, I'm pretty sure I know this one. Yep, that is one of the gachas. That is a gashapon. That thing is about this big. It's the only Johnny figure that has ever existed. It is not very detailed. <laughs> And uh, it's not the greatest quality either. There's a giant series. There's a, like a, a decent series of those figures, uh, but it's not. It's not that really good. Yeah, sh actually, Shinko would be a great one to put in there as well. Shinko would be super, super good, dude. That's the thing that bothers me, Peter. Oh six one one. I, it made me mad. Well, I mean, obviously right now it doesn't matter to me because I can't afford any statues anymore. But back when I was buying all sorts of gaming statues, my God, like if there was... Oh, thank you, Investigation Code. Suck my nuts, Investigation Code. Um, if I actually had... If they actually made the statues of a lot of those characters, like I really wanted a Bishamon. I really wanted Johnny. Like if you just got Johnny old 6H where he does the sword swing whoosh, and this hand comes up with the with the pinky up like this and everything like that. And if you just had a 6H Johnny statue, like, dude, I almost commissioned someone to do that. There was someone who would actually try to commission statues out there. I almost tried to commission someone to make a Johnny 6H statue for me just because I could not find one at all. Because Japan doesn't make figures of dudes. That's just how it works. The only guys that you can find from fighting games that have figures are made by Pop Culture Shock because they're a U.S. company. I have the Soul Statue. I actually bought the Soul Statue when they made it, Flashy Flash. <laughs> that was one of the last statues I managed to get before I lost my job, uh, was the Soul Statue. I have it. I have it. It's a sick statue. It's really nice. But uh, you can't find them. Like, I can't get a freaking... I can't get a freaking Bishamon. I can't get a Raptor, a Zabel Zarak. One of the freaking coolest characters. Like, you give me Zabel Zarak just, like, standing there, like, ah, with, like, ribs, like, shooting out of him and everything. And he's just, like, ah, with the little wormy fingers and stuff like that. You give me an, an actress that's, like, you know, stretching an arm out like this and stuff, like, looking really intimidating and stuff like that. It would be really, really cool, dude. You're really, really sick. Yeah, the, are, are the major characters. Yes, only the primary characters, like Ryu. Like, you'll see Ryu, you'll see uh, Soul, you'll see Kai, but you don't make any, they don't make any of the other characters. They, they just don't exist, dude. They just don't exist, and it makes me sad. Oh, yeah, there's that 6H. 
animation, dude. That 6 inch animation is just so sick, dude. That's like such a great picture. Can you imagine having that statue with just like the hat covering his head like this? But then if you look at the statue from under, you could see his face and you could actually see his expression on there and everything like that. Just give him this big old like shit-eating smirk on his face while he's doing the 6 H, like mm, with the shades on and stuff like that. That'd be the sickest thing everywhere. That'd be the sickest thing, dude. That'd be so sick. Oh, man. But, yep, yeah, that's just the truth of it. What Hostia and Flashy Flash says, like, just people just don't buy them. So, <laughs> that's the problem. So, there you go. Um, but I know, dude, people... Uh, People like to talk about me and my statues and stuff like that. That's like the that's like the number one attack James comment these days is me and my statues. So you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, statues aren't expense are expensive and they aren't mass produced. So that's the hardest thing. Ugh. But uh, if there's no other questions, I'll probably call it a night. And what I'll probably do is, like I said, uh, pack for Japan. If I get done early enough and uh, I have some free time, I'll probably play some Teppin on stream later today. Just want to see how much further I can jump through the grind right now. I've already become champion. I've already jumped up to 1,700 points, which is always where I average. I just get up to 1,700 points. And then I just get stuck there, and then I get to 1750, then back to 1600, then 1700, then 1750, and I can never actually get into that top 10,000. So uh, let's see, maybe I can try to do that a little bit later on today. So, uh, oh, thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now that I know that it's you, so. <laughs> um, oh, dying. Nice. Yep. Grabbing those multivitamins, dude. They work very well. They work very well. So. Multivitamins, like I said, they 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 did they made a major change. Like distinctly, I would get sick a lot. I got sick a lot. Then I started taking multivitamins, and there is no coincidence that after I started taking that, they definitely made it so that I didn't get sick as much anymore. And, and that's super super important. So, and uh, that makes a big difference too. And it's interesting too because you would think I would get sick a lot because I'm at these tournaments all the time. I'm shaking hands. I'm touching headphones. I'm doing this stuff. I also chew my nails. Okay. I chew my nails. So either I've vaccinated myself from common cold or I just have a pretty decent immune system. And I know my immune system was really terrible a long time ago until I started taking the multivitamin. So there you go. Um, but yep, um, anyhow, thanks guys for tuning in. I'm going to go ahead and call it a night now. Like I said, I might be back for some Teppin later on. We'll see what happens. I can't promise anything. I'm going to see if I can pack up for Japan. Got a lot of stuff. Got to make sure you bring everything. And since I'm going to be there for over a week, I got to make sure I have as many supplies as I can. Hopefully I don't run out of underwear while I'm over there. <laughs> Or have access to a washing machine or something like that. Uh, but in any case, uh, I'll... Yeah, I know, right? Hi. Just in time. Hi. Whoa, super cute. Hi, kitty. I feel so bad. I was just gone this weekend and I'm back home one whole day. And then I gotta leave again. And I have to leave my cats again. I don't want to leave my cats again. Not for a week. I don't want to leave my cats for a week. 
well, leave you guys for another week. Uh, I have a person who uh, I, I hire to look after my cats. Him and his uh, wife, fiance, girlfriend, I'm never really sure. Uh, they run a pet sitting service. They're part of the fighting game community. So I can definitely trust them. Looks wholesome, but Nathan is kind of struggling a little bit. I can feel him pushing a little bit. I can feel him pushing a little bit. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys later. Uh, yeah, I know. I wanted to make sure <laughs> Arcadium owns you money. I'll, I'll pay you, Mr. Henry. If he owes you money, I'll pay you then instead of paying him. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Any case, uh, thanks guys for tuning in. Yeah, I, I wanted to stream once this week just to make sure that I kept the streams going, let you guys know that I'm still alive and to let you know that I probably won't be able to stream for the rest of January. But uh, until I'm back from Japan, uh, me and David might try to do a ghetto Tuesday show from Japan or something like that. We'll see what happens. But until then... Peace out, have a good night, and I will see you guys maybe later tonight for some tepin, uh, but otherwise, I will see you guys see you guys here soon. Again, if you guys appreciate the commentary, if you guys appreciate the content that I create, Patreon, subscribes, bits, donations, all that stuff like that, it's very much appreciated. Have a good night, and peace out. Good night, and good luck. <laughs>